0: You're going to see the interview. Everyone is going to be talking about. Wagon
1: wheel, what to see? What do I think of her? Yes. I don't think of her. Then we become divas as opposed to just strong women. Ah, oh, coughing during my interview, really? It feels uh, reductive.
2: Oh, oh.
1: Hello. And welcome to Little Diva Energy Your little slice of something extra To keep you going between our major eps I'm absolutely thrilled I've got a t-shirt with female musicians on it Given to me by guest one of the pod Nick Lamont and consort Paddy Fisch I've got a mug with Dolly Parton on it This is living Who are you? Oh, I'm Holly Morgan I'm obsessed with divas And my husband Tom, is also here Hello. Yeah, Lovely. Oh, we've had some lovely feedback about Nushka's episode. Yes. One. She is so glorious. Mm. She's one of those people, like, I think even even orally you can tell that she's magnetic. Yes. <laughs> and totally, totally gorgeous in every... every way. Please do give her album a listen and give it a buy.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Go and buy that album. Sadly we had to interview her via Skype because of the yeah, panny d. Yeah. But um we were glued to our screen, weren't we? Yeah. Oh she's so wonderful. I can't wait for part 2. So eloquent as well.
1: Yeah, she's so she's so fucking clever. Yeah. Um so yeah, tune in for part two on a Janelle which will be released a week today.
0: Mademoiselle Janelle Monnet. Oh.
1: What a name. What an icon. Mm. Oh, I'm really excited to get into... I wish I had an accent on my name. More. I, d-
0: I don't know where I'd put it. Tome? Dum. Dom. I, a, a, I could have an... Umlaut. I could
1: have an umlaut. How would that change the sound?
0: Well, I'd take the second O out of Moors, So it'd be Tom Moors. That'd be good. Or I could be Tome. <laughs> put a T-H-O with an umlaut M. Tome. Tome. Well, Moores
1: <laughs> Monet's actually her middle name So you'd have it could be to Hilly. Uh, it could be Hilly. I could be Healy You could be Tom You'd have to be Tom Clifford Which isn't as good
0: Why? Oh, because it's her middle name Sorry Yeah I missed the logic of that Well Tom Clifford isn't a pop star, is he?
1: Tom Clifford Tom Moores isn't either
0: Let's <laughs> <laughs> be frank
1: Tom Clifford I don't know, maybe because of Jimmy Cliff It makes me sound make, I'm thinking he sounds like a reggae artist <laughs> And as we all know you're not a fan of white men doing reggae.
0: Specifically Sting. Specifically. Not a fan of Sting. Fr- uh, honestly, don't have a problem with the police. The other two. Really? Yeah. They're fine. They're fine. They're just caught up in something, I think, that they didn't quite understand. Do you know what? Sting's web of lies Look, and Deceit. Look, I
1: stand by... <laughs> I'm not... That wasn't a pun intentionally, but it is also. I stand by a lot of the hits of The Police. I feel like we will re-examine the voice he uses and why have we
0: not done that already I don't
1: know I don't because he's really rich probably
0: he's very rich
1: yeah he's really really rich
0: um, but so are the other two and you don't hear them doing a voice
1: we don't really hear much from them do you to be fair <laughs> not a lot when was the last time you heard from Stuart Sutcliffe or was he in the Beatles
0: Wasn't she- yeah Stuart Sutcliffe was in the Beatles yeah.
1: not the Yorkshire <laughs> Ripper who you were clearly thinking of <laughs>
0: Sorry, the Yorkshire Ripper wasn't in The Police and all The Beatles. No.
1: Although, ironically, Yorkshire Ripper, very friendly with the police, which is why it took them so long (laughs) to catch him. (laughs) Literally had to go around saying, I'm the Yorkshire Ripper before people would take him seriously as a threat. Anywho, (laughs) in untangential news, here is Rich's Bitch.
2: Okay, so over the weekend, somebody made me watch Cruising with the Nolans. Um, I won't tell you who, because nobody wants it on their record, but I can tell you it is as shit as I thought it would be. They literally, there's like four or five of them, and they spend the entire time on this cruise gearing up to for a one performance. By one, I mean one song. And for the two episodes I watched, they spend it talking about how nervous they are that they're going to forget the words to I'm in the mood for dancing. What have the Nolans been doing for the last 40 years that they don't know the words to I'm in the mood for dancing? Come on. They're just insufferable. Okay, so from insufferable to absolutely impeccable, can I draw your attention to Stacey Solomon's Instagram stories? She's the queen of DIY. She takes absolute trash and she makes, you know she thinks it's treasures and that's why she's a treasure it's like you know in take a break magazine where it's like um brenda from middlesex i, was, oh, I couldn't find my shoes so i just started wearing empty tissue boxes like that's very much stacy's tea she met she like puts her kids to bed puts them in the garden wherever she chucks her kids and then spends her time crafting with whatever she can find honestly oh you'd never want a gift from her ever ever but she's just so perfect what an angel. Lovely. <laughs> Love it. Lovely stuff, oh, as always.
1: Literally the highlight of my every other week.
2: <laughs> highlight
0: of my fortnight. <laughs> a consummate bitch. Oh, so good. And
1: now it's time for Chris's Coincidence. What a coincidence. What a coincidence.
0: What's Chris's coincidence this week, Holly?
1: Chris's coincidence this week mm-hmm. is that him and Janelle, Monet... Yeah. <laughs> Both have birthdays in December.
0: Get out! Yeah. What a coincidence! What a
1: coincidence. <laughs> what a coincidence! What a coincidence! And in an additional
0: coincidence, there's another coincidence yeah. on top of the December birthday thing.
1: Yeah, they, um, Chris and Rich went on an absolute danger walk across an abandoned warehouse and actual motorway to the Odeon so that they could see hidden figures for free. Which Janelle Monet is in. She's in it. She's in it. Oh my God. What a coincidence. What a coincidence.
0: Two. That's a twofer. It's a twofer. A double coincidence. So, a DC. It's a d-
1: that's the DC. So, yeah, that's, that's, that's the, um, the, the startling news from the world of coincidences this week.
0: Astonishing stuff.
1: Astonishing stuff. Uh, and now it's time to go to the Weekend Diva.
0: Right, at the coal face of journalism.
1: Absolutely, just hacking away. Yeah, Clinging Trying to on. Get
0: those those black taking them out of the wall, blowing them off, and polishing them up and getting diamonds.
1: Mm, What's yes. been going on
0: in the week this week?
1: Uh, right, Howard Bart from, from Take That.
0: <laughs> Famous Diva.
1: I I think this is it is tangentially Diva news because I don't really recognise Take That in, as Divas. However, I think Jason Orange had sex with Lulu nice and also it's just camp isn't it so i'm interested howard from take that (laughs) he he, um he instagrammed a picture of him and david bowie which it turned out was actually just a picture (laughs) of him and gary barlow that someone had photoshopped david bowie's On top of now, look.
0: So what? Hang on, was he lying about having met Bowie?
1: He he had met Bowie. They did meet, right? And they had had a photo taken together at some point. However, look, I'm not going to imply anything about the lifestyle of of ex-members to take that, but I believe they lived quite hard, and right, certain bits of the 90s are probably a bit hazy.
0: Yeah, having watched some of the videos. Yeah. Yeah. And how They look would, like they weren't making all the right decisions at all the right times.
1: No, I seem to have a memory of Howard trying to sexualize the string vest. I do confuse Howard and Jason a lot.
0: I think it might have been Jason. Which no, one
1: had the, who the, was the little one? That's Mark Owen. <laughs> <laughs> Which one had the ill-advised
0: dreadlocks? Jason.
1: Jason, right. He the, was
0: the one that was in Emmerdale.
1: Sure. You know, look, no one Can here is this? professing <laughs> to be a take that expert.
0: Not, not no one, <laughs> just not us. <laughs>
1: And Howard is not professing to be a an, David
0: Bowie expert. An
1: expert in, in, in things that happen. <laughs> Look, he definitely did meet David Bowie, and there was a picture. And a fan had basically had gone on a lovely Photoshop time. Why? I don't know. Take that, fans. <laughs> But why be like,
0: take that? Is it validating take that? To so be like, Well, they must be pretty good, they met David Bowie.
1: Well, I guess maybe they really don't like Gary Barlow as well, because they've had to... They, a take that fan? I don't know. Look, I'm not questioning their logic. You
0: should be. <laughs>
1: well, I, I do question the logic about being a take that fan to BH, because never, never been one for him. Anywho, Gary Barlow is clearly gone. I think I met
0: Bowie at some point. Uh, Howard. <laughs> Howard Donald. Never ha- trust a man with two first names. True. Or with hooks for hands.
1: Just call him Howard from Take That. Is that specifically for Abu Hamza?
0: You've got that. Rule. <laughs> no, um, and hook. <laughs> it was a guy. It was a guy at university who used to tell me that his name was uh, Will Samuel. Big shout out. Uh, but he used to he used to tell me his father had only taught him two things in life, and that was never trust a man with two first names, considering his name was Will Samuel, and never trust a man with hooks for hands.
1: Great. He's not wrong. He's not wrong. Of those two examples, Abu Hamza and Captain Hook, I don't think I would. Trust them with my bank details. True. Anywho, Howard clearly Googled the time I met David Bowie, and this mad fan's picture came up. And he didn't check the veracity of it. He just went, "Seems legit."
0: (laughs) Whacked it on his Instagram story. (laughs) Made it black and white as well, right? I don't. I don't think the original was black and white. The fan
1: made it black and white. Did they? Yeah, and then the the fan was like, "I thought he popped a filter on it."
0: Yeah. (laughs) Classic. Back in the nineties when we had black and white pictures
1: yeah bless him so yeah that happened and it's just it's not it's not really it's very tangentially Diva
0: news but it's very
1: funny Um,
0: very on brand I'd say rather than being specifically Diva related yeah Diva adjacent yeah I mean a lot of people have asked when we've had conversations with them about the podcast uh, they have said are you going to be covering David Bowie yeah how do you feel about that
1: yeah definitely at some point
0: Mm. Um, It's it's a more complex definitely argument though
1: it is a complex argument. I would probably say that we'd look at specific phases as well. Maybe. Um, probably gloss over some of the... Uh,
0: thin
2: <laughs>
1: nazi
0: white stuff. stuff. <laughs> 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 probably keep it strictly 70s, I I, mean, I know that Bowie fans don't call it this, but I'd call it the Coke years. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, the thin white line okay. <laughs> era. Yeah. So in other news, Jane McDonald's back
0: on Channel 5. Hey, that's good news.
1: They are repeats.
0: Ah, oh, that's not good news.
1: But she's tweeting about it. <laughs> that's good news. <laughs> now, okay, so we know that she stepped away from cruising with Jane McDonald.
0: Sure, publicly.
1: Yes, but these are, like, there's unseen footage that's, that's coming out. It's unseen oh, extra footage. Oh,
0: bonus content.
1: Now, has someone maybe, maybe she didn't realise when she stepped away that the Nolans would be stepping in.
0: It seems like something they would have left out.
1: When so they were told her. She's probably now gone, fuck that. <laughs> there is that ancient saying, isn't there, that um, where God closes a window and Nolan gets in the window and plays the part instead. Yes. And that's what's happened. And Nolan has treated Jane Mac- Cruising with Jane MacDonald like a regional tour of Bro- Blood Brothers <laughs> and has inserted themselves into the narrative.
0: When... Um... When God opens a door, mm-hmm. a Nolan sister will have her basic shoe in, the, in it before you can say, regional touring production of Blood Brothers. Yeah.
1: I, I, I like the Nolans. I think you should retract the basic shoe.
0: <laughs> Show me a picture of a Nolan with a non-basic shoe. <laughs> what are you Googling?
1: Nolan sisters.
0: Good. All right, let's have a look at the shoes. To
1: be fair, the shoes are actually cut out of most pictures.
0: I wonder why. Club feet. On <laughs> your <laughs> night.
1: Club feet. Got down a Nolan's hole, like a fox hole,
0: but <laughs> With the Nolan more sisters.
1: spangled. Okay, so yeah, that's, um, that's some Jane McDonald news.
0: Okay, so she's back. So, she's, what's that airing on Channel 5? Yes. On a weekly basis now. Yeah, is it?
1: get on. Just check on Jane Mac's Twitter because she's all over
0: it. The way we talk about Mac sometimes and her programmes, I sometimes wonder if people think we're on commission for the Channel 5 broadcasting company.
1: I know. Well, in many ways, we are. That's true. We're not. Um, <laughs> <laughs> my dad does a programme about railways that goes out on Channel 5, though.
0: To be honest, that is—it's fair that you state that. If you have competing interests, you need to mention it. Absolutely. Yes. So the podcast is in no way affiliated with Channel Five.
1: No way affiliated. However,
0: we do have to state that Holly's dad has a program that he sometimes makes, which goes out on Channel Five. Yes. Just so everyone's clear. Good.
1: I don't want—I don't want this coming up in a tribunal. Exactly. Later That's on. what I'm saying. I don't want this to be my, you know, sleeping gun. <laughs> it's not a thing. Is it? thirty-three Naked and a quarter. Yeah, I don't want this coming back to haunt me.
0: No, which it will. <laughs> if we've learned anything from the next round of news, <laughs>
1: <laughs> so things will come back to haunt you. Exactly. So in royal news, oh, big, some big, big royal news recently. Big
0: royal news. I'll get it up.
1: Um,
0: the Daily Star this Sunday ran with the headline: Royal exclusive, Diana's ghost. <laughs> And then the subhead, Spooky Woman in White Guard's New Burial Plot. Ooh. A woman's ghost haunts the palace where Princess Diana's body is rumoured to be secretly buried. Fans believe she was moved to the family crypt in a church near Althorpe. They claim sightings of a praying figure at the spot and add weight to the mystery. See page seven.
1: Daily Star again. Just... Get into the get into the meat of current affairs. The
0: big diva energy of newspapers, I would have said.
1: Yeah, definitely. Like, there's quite a lot going on for the royal family currently.
0: <laughs> Getting haunted by Diana's ghost is probably not what they. Yeah,
1: I mean, wanted. they're haunted by a lot of past decisions, <laughs> mostly to do with child sex <laughs> trafficking. Um, so it seems like a good opportunity to bring up Diana again. Like that poor woman, as if she hadn't been through enough.
0: They're almost literally digging her up. <laughs> to use her in the news for some reason or another.
1: Look over there. Also, uh, so Beatrice got married, didn't she? She did. Beatrice got married this week. Now look, I think I discerned some BDE
0: in this. Go on.
1: She wore.
0: <laughs> like you had to really eke it out. Then. Yeah.
1: Look, I was hungry for Fergie news. I want Fergie cam. Cat. Eyes on Fergie all times. Yeah. Cat and I were in, in touch about this, and uh, yeah, that's that's basically what we were here for. We wanted Andrew footage secondary to to Fergie footage. What footage
0: did you want from Andrew? Oh him
1: being arrested.
0: Good. Uh, that's, Good. That's
1: always the footage that we're after. But no, he walked her down the aisle, and those those photos do not seem to have been given to the. To the public. Because quite frankly, until he's got leg irons on, no one's interested in seeing him walk anywhere.
0: Um, is he, he's sort of wanted by the CIA, is he not? Interpol? I think they've sort of ardently urged him to get in touch <laughs> so he can aid in their investigations. Since the arrest of... Ghislaine Maxwell. Ghislaine Maxwell. Yes. Couldn't happen to a nicer person.
1: Yeah, in the opposite of Big Diva Energy, Ghislaine Maxwell, one of the few things she seemed to do while she was running away from facing charges of being a, a sex trafficker. And, child sex and trafficker. A child sex trafficker. Was go and have a burger. Lock her up. Throw away the key. And get old no sweat in there as well. And uh, To answer some
0: questions, because of course... To answer some questions. Absolutely not, nothing has been proven...
1: In a court of law. Yeah. No, of course not.
0: Or even alleged at this stage. <laughs> All I know is that we better not say anything. No. <laughs> too specific.
1: No. Just watch the documentary. Look at all the pictures of Prince Andrew with Virginia Roberts, who was a child sex trafficking victim. Moving on. Um, but the BDE I discerned was that... Oh, yeah, sorry. Uh, Princess Beatrice chose to wear the tiara that her grandma had worn when she was married.
0: Which is very interesting. And
1: her grandma is the queen. Oh. Yeah. Right. I- um. Yeah. Yeah, sorry if I buried the lead on that one. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh Princess Beatrice is n- is not the Queen. And unless no. eight people die, she's unlikely ever to be so. <laughs> <laughs> but she thought,
0: Yeah, I'm gonna wear a I'm gonna wear a crown on my wedding day. I'm gonna wear the Queen's crown. <laughs> I'm gonna wear the Queen's crown. <laughs> Tiara and a crown, presumably Tiara's just sort of a mini crown, isn't it? It's half a crown.
1: Yeah, it is. <laughs> <Like> a groat. <laughs> it's, it's like a the Diet coke of crowns. Sure. It's the skeleton crown. But yeah, it's a bold choice. The dress as well, vintage. Just going to leave it there. Go and have a look at it. Have your own thoughts. In terms of things that Beatrice has worn on her head, it's one of the less outlandish, because obviously we all remember the wedding to <laughs> <laughs> between Will and Kate, where she came as a panto villain.
0: <laughs> Slash one of those things outside used car sales places.
1: Yeah, Yes. What's that thing, that that, sign, that ancient Egyptian sign as well? An a, a, a onk, is it called?
0: Oh, An yeah. onk.
1: It looked a bit like an onk as well. Yeah, it
0: did look a bit like that. Maybe she was trying to um, send messages to the Illuminati. Maybe. Half a crown is two shillings and sixpence. pence. Great. Mm. Don't know what that's worth now. <laughs> Not a huge amount. About 60 cents in US money. Excellent. About fifty p in it.
1: In other currency related tangents, yeah, half a sixpence is a musical. Is it? Yeah, a good one. No, Uh, (laughs) it's one of those ones. (laughs) The
0: Nolan's would be in.
1: Yeah, yeah, it is actually. It's one of the ones that like I went to see in the Ipswich Corn Exchange. (laughs) (laughs) Jamie and Folly, and it'd be like you'd see. Like there'd be a couple of local kids who'd have to make their own costumes, that kind of thing.
0: I'm pretty. Sounds sh- like it's full of hay bales. You have to sit on. It
1: probably was. It's probably a Kenwright production. <laughs> Cut costs. Um Yeah. So Tommy Steele was in the original production of
0: Arthur Sixpence. It's one
1: of those ones that's like got Who's l- Tommy Steele. To- he's a he's a he's a jolly Cockney from the past. Friend of the pod. Friend. Yes, we met Tommy Steele. <laughs> we did. We once rehearsed in the same building as Tommy Steele and had a, had lunch with him. He was very nice. He was a Very pleasant man. However, I mean, we
0: didn't have lunch with him. It wasn't like a showbiz <laughs> meeting. We had sandwiches that we would brought with us, and so, he was sitting eating a pack of WhatsApp. Tommy,
1: tell me about how you'll be reprising your role as Ebenezer
0: Scrooge this <laughs> this season. What was he in? Tommy Steele. When we no, when we were when we met him, he always
1: does Christmas Carol.
0: Like that him. wasn't like they were rehearsing though, was it?
1: Probably. It was December. It was about November, December.
0: December? Yeah. Um, Tommy Steele. I'd be worried if they were still rehearsing Christmas Carol in December. <laughs>
1: He's quite old. I might need a refresher. Yeah, fair enough. Despite him being very charming to, to us, mm-hmm. there is an old, long-standing showbiz rumour about Tommy Steele being less than pleasant oh. in his heyday.
0: Right, which um, was, what, the 60s?
1: Yes. Uh, he was in the Palladium Runner singing in the rain. And this is widely across <laughs> the internet. This is this is hearsay, skullduggery. But if you wish to read it on... The John Fleming WordPress.com blog in an article entitled Famous Two Faced Showbiz Pond Scum Dancing in Urine, then I will just read you the following excerpt. Several people have told me the story, also on the internet and apparently printed in a national newspaper, that in the 1980s, during the London Palladium run of Singing in the Rain, Tommy Steele would dance the climactic title song in the rain while water poured down onto the stage from giant overhead tanks and the rest of the cast and backstage crew watched, as he thought it admiringly from the wings. What he didn't know was that he was disliked that by so many of them, they routinely pissed in the water tank before every show and watched to see the resultant mix of water and piss pour down on Tommy's head. So... I'm, I'm thrilled to have found John
0: Fleming's blog, quite frankly, because <laughs> I think it's going to be a treasure trove. Shout out to John Fleming.
1: Uh, yeah. So that that concludes Royal News, basically. Oh, Princess Anne has said she's a feminist.
0: Yeah. So recently reported by The Telegraph, um, I beg your pardon, well, it's it was reported that she'd done an interview with an Australian news publication that was then summarised in The Telegraph, as the UK media want to do, um, that they're sort of pushing this agenda that Anne has been working behind the scenes in the royal family for a very long time for the women in the family kind of thing that she's been pushing she doesn't call herself a feminist, obviously Mm. uh, but has been working on behalf of, of women quietly in the background is sort of what she was getting at uh, she then also denied climate change in so, the same interview. So. Swings and roundabouts with the Royals, isn't Absolutely. it? Absolutely. They give with one hand, they take it away with the other. They take
1: it with most. Of, they've got a, a baseball mitt, haven't they, for taking away.
0: That's right, yeah. They've got um, a very small, like one of those grabber claws that your grandma has for picking things up. Yeah. For giving. Yeah. And then the, and then a, one of those foam fingers that they see at, at football games. Yeah. For they, taking away.
1: They giveth a story about Fergie and the fake shake. <laughs> They take us all our money.
0: (laughs) All our tax money.
1: So, let's move on (laughs) (laughs) to Diva of the Week.
0: Yay!
1: Uh, My Diva of the Week.
0: Who's your Diva of the Week? Calais?
1: Is Naked Athena of Portland. Do you know who this is? No. So, uh, they've been having nightly BLM protests about the death of George Floyd in Portland and they've become increasingly violent. Okay. Uh, Confrontations with the police. And Naked Athena decided to strip down To just a mask. That's right, she was still wearing a mask. And performed a series of balletic yoga poses to show that she was not concealing a weapon. Wow. In the face of uh, tear gas and police brutality, Athena showed a chuff. Nice. Yeah, so naked Athena for me this week.
0: That's great. Who's yours? Uh, My diva of the week this week. So there's a bit of background on this one. Uh, some of you might have seen the soon to be viral, I would have said, yeah. not quite viral yet, uh, Disney Parade video as uh, proudly.
1: <laughs> it's we've retweeted it, but it's from at Rob underscore Madge underscore O two
0: on Twitter. It was a young man called Robert Madge uh, who I believe has a very uh, successful career in musical theatre. Is that right? Yes. yes. Yes, and appeared to be very much in training for that career in musical theatre from a very young age. <laughs>
1: So I've delved into her backstory. Go on. Robert Madge. She gave her kid in Mary Poppins.
0: Yes. Uh, uh, banks. Yeah, Something a Banks. banks. The Robert boy, Banks. Boy Banks. Child uh, Bank.
1: Robin. <laughs> and then she did the a, a long turn as Gavroche.
0: Nice. A classic. Uh,
1: original cast recording of Matilda.
0: Oh, lovely stuff. Yes.
1: And then Until the Panny D... Was back in Les Mis. Great. Yes, I love that. Homecoming. I love that story. And playing
0: Jean Jean
1: Marcel Masso. One of the one students. One of the students. Sure. Um, I'm not sorry, Robert. I, I don't know which one it was, but maybe you might like to get in touch and let us know. Give us a burst of empty chairs. I don't really know Les Mis as well as I should.
0: No. That's
1: becoming increasingly apparent, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm mainly interested in when the girls sing and they're off for long periods of time.
0: Mm. Well, one of them is off for the whole second act.
1: Yeah, because Patty Lepone <laughs> is a diva. But yeah, Robert Madge described his Disney parade as having chaotic energy.
0: <laughs> Which it, it really, really does. <laughs> now, I would love to make Robert, hopefully seem to be friend of the Pod, Robert get in touch. Get in touch. My diva of the week. Yes. However, Robert just gets pipped at the post by Nana Madge.
1: Nana Madge, yeah.
0: His Nana in the Disney Parade video that Robert has um, very, very kindly <laughs> given to the internet. So um, in which he performs an entire Disney parade a la the Disney World sort yeah. of parades that they do. In which he plays Aladdin. Among many other parts, Ursula. Yes. I believe. Oh, no, he's Belle. not
1: Ursula. That's Nana Madge's mistake. He's, he's, in, he's in role as Aladdin, I think, at that moment. And, and
0: she, she thinks he's yeah. <laughs>
1: Ursula.
0: So Nana Madge is my diva of the week. Yes. I beg your pardon, Robert, by the way, if her name is, surname isn't Madge. But she is everything.
1: So lovely. Also, <laughs> shout out to Dad and Mum. Mum holding the camera.
0: Dad holding the bubble gun.
1: <laughs> Dad being the best SM. Yes.
0: He's even in blacks, I think. Yes. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Constantly roundly abused. He never listens to a word I say. <laughs> Start <listening> again.
0: To... <laughs> he it's calls honestly... out the
1: tech. <laughs> it's,
0: like, it's like Graham De La Cruz and the Oliver performance. Yeah,
1: called Show Stop. Show Stop. <laughs> Robert, thank you so much for sharing it. It's absolutely, it's given me so much
0: life. We must have watched it about 15 times already. Yeah, I'm going to watch it again in a minute. <laughs> oh, it's just so, it's so beautiful and it's so wonderful. Like, I've rarely got I've seen. <laughs> yeah. And the, yes, there is chaotic energy, but also, like, just this family dynamic on display is just fucking wonderful to watch.
1: Yeah, they're just so accepting of his musical theatre preferences yeah
0: and his eccentricity his eccentricity
1: it's like they're just like you you love mt and we love that you love that so let's make this parade happen i love it so much no one
0: other than them
1: yeah and nana's just having the time of her life isn't she yeah
0: absolutely would you say would you say nana like associate director like, she maybe didn't direct the original show. I mean, that was clearly Robert. But yeah, yeah. she's been brought in to make sure that the parade is always giving the same amount of quality every she's time, like, no matter how many times they change the cast and yeah. how many times it's been done. She's associated. associate, She's
1: right? like Trevor Nunn coming in from Saint-Tropez to have a look at the barricades every so often. She's like sure. Julie
0: Taymor popping in to watch The Lion King. Yeah, exactly. Once a decade. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I think we're doing Nana a disservice and she's much more invested than that.
0: That's true. Yeah. She's much more like Friend of the Pod, Ed Burnside. Yes. Popping in and on Matilda or Jamie... Uh, Jamie Oliver.
1: <laughs> Billy Elliot. <laughs> Billy Elliot. <laughs> yes, deep friend of the pod, Ed Burnside, the resident director on the London production of Matilda, which will hopefully open again soon when life reopens. Yes, very much like that. She was much more hands-on, invested in the work.
0: Mm. Shout out to Nana Madge. Assistant director, maybe, in that case. Yeah. Keeping an eye on the parade is yeah. obviously... Robert's very much taken up with, presumably... He's busy. Well, perform- his performance.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: And presumably his production values, things like that. It looked a lot like Robert had been heavily invested in the costume department. Yeah. <laughs> so, obviously, a lot of, lot of plates spinning. Yeah. Nana's there to make sure she's got an eye for Robert on the performance as a whole. Yes. You can see it from the outside, because he's very much on the inside.
1: Well, uh, that's how, obviously, there were meant to be two other characters, but some of the costumes went awry, <laughs> famously. We missed out on two two other characters. There were meant to be two more characters, but the costumes went over. Absolutely. Um, but yes, yeah, thank you for that. Absolute
0: delight. Yeah. Wonderful stuff. Thank you, Robert.
1: And that's that brings us to the end of this little diva energy. Yeah. I hope you're wearing a mask. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I saw like naked some, Athena. Oh, I saw some absolute cunts out in town the other day. Really? Oh my god! Like a, an absolute. Parade of imbecile, imbecilic behavior. Go on. What were we doing in town? I was going through town in a cab to get to Poly's Hendu oh. and I saw a parade of, they were just protesting against sense. It was like no 5G, uh, no wearing a mask, no lockdown, no vaccines. Um,
0: They'd seen Robert Madge's Disney parade. Yeah. And gone. Let's do the complete opposite yeah, to yeah, that. Yeah, yeah,
1: Let's do an, a march for our own right to attempt to die of uh, coronavirus. <laughs> Keep your stupidity in your fucking house. There we go. Great <laughs> stuff.
0: <laughs> uh, big shout out to friend of the pod, Wiggy. Yeah. And her... Obviously she's had to shut down her tattoo business uh, during the course of the pandemic. D but she is doing great work donating a lot of money to charity by making masks yes. for people. Uh, we have two ourselves. They have a picture of a cat on in Holly's case and just a nice floral pattern in mine and they say Tori's out.
1: Yes, so if you want to get in touch with Wiggy it's at Wiggy Tattoo
0: on Instagram and Facebook and she
1: can furnish you with a mask, I'm sure.
0: Yeah, please it's do.
1: In return for a contribution to BLM.
0: Lovely. But otherwise, I think that's us.
1: That's us. It's like, it feels like a.
0: It felt like this week was, the news was good when it came, but like it was relatively sparse.
1: Yes. Yeah. A do. lot
0: of diva, not no heavy hitters involved. They're no. They're keeping their heads down.
1: No. Barbara's down in the mall. Shares, <laughs> Shares's been quite a bit quiet actually.
0: Madonna. Madonna. I think she is keeping her head down after uh, Bathgate or. Yeah, no, what was it? Crutchgate. Oh, she was yeah. All was the internet nice.
1: were horrible to her about her taking a top off because people hate women. Who else has been Gaga? I haven't heard from recently.
0: She's well, been. She's arranging that tour in a year, isn't she?
1: Well, yeah, it's going to be um, two weeks' time. Is when we were supposed to go to Aldi with Lady Gaga. Mm. So I'll just have to go on my own, I reckon.
0: On the day to market. Yeah. Yeah. Lovely stuff. Uh, I wear a mask.
1: I'll wear a mask and a chromatica <clears throat> wig.
0: I would. Well, oh, was your palette arrived?
1: No. Need to chase up on
0: that. Just a uh, quickly shout out to Gaga, Aldi mm. is one of the few businesses that will probably not go under due to coronavirus. Yeah, it will very much be open next year. If anything, it'll be bigger.
1: Yeah, maybe don't go to Aldi then. Maybe next time you come, we'll go. To, we'll go to the Blue Coats and have have, uh, have a drink there.
0: You you pulling back on taking her to Aldi? No,
1: oh, I definitely want to take her to Aldi, but. I don't know, you confuse me now. Do I have to support small business, small local business as well?
0: Well, I was just saying she'd have more space.
1: In Aldi? Yeah,
0: if she was worried about social distancing.
1: I reckon they'd close it for her if she wanted to come in. Do
0: you think we could arrange that?
1: I I, I wouldn't want to speak on behalf of Aldi.
0: What if we got in touch with Aldi and said, we've got this plan to bring Lady Gaga to have a look around Aldi because we don't think she knows really what it is. And that's obviously gonna be huge for their publicity. Yeah. Would you be willing to shut Tottenham Aldi down for a day mm. To have Gaga come in at some point before her gig And have a look around
1: Just have a little
0: look And then we can email, email <laughs> Gaga <laughs> Just email her Yeah And say look they we've arranged Gaga this Ladygaga Doctor gmail.com <laughs> <laughs> Early <adopter. laughs> And then we just say we've got it shut down for you We've got all the, all the admins in place Yeah I mean you may as well <clears throat> She won't
1: mind great well let's get on that let's action that for next year um and yes tune in on monday for part two of janelle monet with anushka lucas yeah and be safe and wear a
0: mask be safe everyone love you you. Bye. Bye.